What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. What's up, sunshine? Welcome to another episode of the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how we create more of our most precious commodity, which is time. T-I-M-E. And this episode was inspired last week when I was talking about how I created a $3,000 day because of the time blocking and things I did. It really got me thinking, what are the ways that I create time openings in my life so that I can fill those things? I never feel overwhelmed or crazy busy. I'm really able to breathe in my days. And granted, there are some days that get a little cray-cray. But overall, I would say six out of seven days a week, I'm really calm. I have spare time. I am able to do all the things I want. I am able to fit in exercise and mindfulness. I'm able to fit in time with hubby. I cook our meals. I cook our dinners myself. Um, Y'all, like there are ways for you to create more time because time is what? Money. That's right. That's right, sunshine. So before we get into today's episode, this episode is sponsored by Passionately Profitable. And literally in 10 days, ladies, 10 days, how many of you are so excited about this? We kick off the six-week group coaching program where I take you from an idea or kind of a brand or one income stream to passionately profitable to an overarching umbrella brand that fuels your soul aesthetically. We beat all the mind blocks that are holding us back. We come up with a plan to monetize this new business. We have fun. We meet once a week. It's so awesome. You have unlimited access to me, except when I'm sleeping or showering or working out. But you know what I mean? Like It is going to be so much fun. And I have just a couple spots left. So if one of those spots is yours, you're going to want to head over and claim it Right now, sister friend, go to passionatelyprofitable.gr8.com and grab one of the couple remaining early bird pricing spots. Don't wait. Your number one investment is always going to be in yourself. And I am ready to take you on the ride of your life this year and to take your business and your life next level. All right, lady bosses, let's dig into today's episode, which is episode number 28 Three ways to create more time instantly. Yes, that sounds good, right? That sounds good. So there are three things, and these things might sound like, duh, you know, but here's the deal. Like until you actually implement these things, you're still going to be struggling with finding time. When I actively do these three things in my life every day, That is why I have more time throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year to focus on big picture things for Success with Stephanie, for the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, okay? If I'm focused on the little day-to-day stuff that 
really is not an income producer, that's where you're going to get bogged down and you're going to find yourself stuck in the to-do list instead of creating and manifesting this big vision dream that you crafted for yourself at the beginning of the year, right? So here's the first thing, the first thing you can do to create more time in your life. Outsource. That's right. Outsource. How many of you are control freaks? I have my hand raised. I am such a control freak. I get it. A-type personality. I'm obsessed with having things done right, quickly, efficiently, done well. And you're probably just like me because you're listening to my show. (laughs) I tend to attract Stephanie's. So hi, Stephanie Jr. I get you. I totally get you. But here's the thing. When I started to map out my business and I'm looking at, okay, six income streams, right? We've got online courses. We've got a podcast. I have private coaching. I have group coaching. I have a blog. I have affiliate marketing, YouTube channel. Like I don't even know. There's like endless things, right? And then I figured out what are the things that I'm doing every day or every week that are not an income producing activity or that I actually don't need to do myself. And took those six things that make me money, but then created a secondary list that was activities that must be done, but that are not income producing, okay? So some examples of that might be, all right, this show, the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, it's an income stream for me. I have sponsors that pay me to advertise their products or services on the show, I also grow because I am then paid to be a sponsor or an affiliate for other people that find me through the show. The show brings me clients. The show sells my products, right? My group coaching, my self-study, etc. But whenever I record this show, ladies, it's not just record it, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's draft the whole entire thing, come up with all the links, What am I going to talk about? The content creation, which for me is very personal. So I figured I'm going to continue to spend the time to do that. But then the next phase of it is recording the show. Again, I have to be present for that. I'm recording it right now. But the third component is to edit the show. And for the first, I don't know, 10 episodes, I was editing this show by myself. And while I'm pretty skilled at figuring out technology, it would take me over an hour to edit a 25-minute podcast. And if I can charge $250 plus an hour for my time, why would I edit my podcast when I can outsource that? So I headed over to Fiverr. If you have not found that website yet, like girlfriend, get in the know. It's about to change your life. Fiverr, F-I-V-B-V-E-R or F-I-V-E-R-R, one of those. Fiverr, Google it. Anyway, found someone to edit my podcast for me, 15, 20 bucks a pop. Boom. I mean, he does a freaking fantastic job. And there you go. I have now opened up two hours in my week that I would have spent, two plus hours that I would have spent editing podcasts. The next thing is that I have to promote the show, right? Whenever I launch one on Monday or Thursday, I have to, what, create the graphic, create the verbiage for the actual copyright that I put in the email, that I put in the blog post, that I put on Facebook, that I put on Pinterest, 
And so when I create the copyright, that's one thing. And yes, that's me. That's my voice. It takes my energy and I want to put my excitement into marketing my show. But then I don't need to be the one copy pasting it across the world, you know, pasting it in the email sequence, pasting it in, sharing it on Facebook, sharing it on Instagram, sharing it here, many chat, blah, blah, blah. So I can again go to Fiverr, work with a virtual assistant who's going to just do this because it's the same process every time, right? Put together the blog post. It's literally copy pasting. It's not hard. So if I can outsource that for what, 10, 15 bucks an hour, I've created again two plus more hours in my week. So just with one income stream, the podcast, I've opened up four hours worth over $1,000 of my billable time that's costing me less than 80 bucks total. That's where you guys need to see, okay, I can't afford to outsource. How can you not afford to outsource? Another one you might look at is where can I outsource the things that don't fuel my soul? So the first exercise is taking a look at your income streams, okay? And I don't even care if y'all are in direct sales, network marketing, you can still outsource. You can still automate. You can create a recorded training for new starts or new distributors and send them the training that they watch for an hour and then hop on the phone to answer questions, right? How can you open up your life for more creativity, for more free time by automating the stuff that you keep doing over and over again, right? Coaches, do you keep getting the same question from your clients? Are people hiring you for the same thing over and over again? Create a course, record it, sell it for a fraction of the cost that it would take for them to hire you one-on-one and then you're, you've automated your process and now you're freed up to take new clients or to charge a bigger premium or whatnot. Okay. Now the second phase of outsourcing is looking at what are the things that don't fuel me? So we first looked at the income sources and the things that you're doing every day or every week that are not an income producing activity or that are kind of mindless, the day to day stuff. Okay. Like. If you have a brick and mortar, an example might be actually shipping out the product. Like you could hire someone to do that, right? So the next thing is look at the things that don't fuel you. For me, cleaning my home does not fuel me, but it's something necessary that is a piece of my happiness. I believe that the state of your home is the state of your mind. I believe that cleanliness is godliness. I truly love my home. I work from home. I have a home office, which I'm sitting in right now. Okay. I have my children are here. I cook my meals in my home. I have a beautiful view. Like I'm obsessed with my house, but when it is not clean and tidy and orderly, I don't feel orderly and organized and I get a little frantic (laughs) to be honest. So what can you do? Outsource. About two years ago, I took the plunge to outsource cleaning my home professionally. Every other week I have an amazing house cleaner. She comes in with one of her, her son comes with her. They're here for four hours and they clean my entire house. And I'm not here. I'm working out or I'm doing something beneficial to our life or I'm going and picking up groceries or whatever. And she's cleaning my home. I get home, it's done. Y'all, that saves me, oh my gosh, four hours a week. We've now opened up another four hours worth a $1,000 of my time 
to pay someone to clean the home. And it's, again, look at the revenue in versus the expenditure out. Here's another one, grocery shopping. How many of you are spending one or two hours a week grocery shopping? You don't need to do that unless you live in like a really tiny city or tiny town. Most places now offer curbside pickup or even delivery. So I can't tell you probably four out of five times that I get groceries, I do curbside pickup. And I don't care if that cost me $5. I don't care if it costed me $20. That is worth my time to order those groceries online, pick them up. It's right next door to my gym. Guys, it's about the productivity and the time creation, okay? Pick up the groceries. Just do it. Like, have it delivered. It's worth a small investment to free that up. That's another two hours of my time. Okay, so we've now created from the simple act of outsourcing the things in your business that don't serve you, the things in your home that don't fuel you, I have opened up over 10 hours per week of billable time. Now that 10 hours can be spent recording podcasts, which is a time-intensive labor of love. It can be spent with private clients, which is a premium that's my, you know, highest income producer. It can be spent creating new content, like a new course, refreshing my courses, creating posts for social media. It can be spent doing fun stuff, right? Because time is money. It could be spent on getting a massage. It can be spent meditating. It can be spent at the gym. Like I make sure that my time is spent on things that light me up. So I want you to do that too. So that's number one is start outsourcing, Start. Pick one thing and start there. Here's the second thing that I do to create more time and space. It's meal prepping. I can see you rolling your eyes like meal prepping. No. Lady bosses, listen up. If you run a household, which most of you do, and your family is anything like mine, you could spend two hours a day cooking food or preparing stuff, preparing lunches, creating the dinners. And the problem that I face is that I live a low-carb lifestyle. Oop, hey, Hugo. Co-pilot says what up, y'all. I live a low-carb lifestyle. My kids are super picky and Lord have mercy. I don't know where they got that from, husband, because I am not picky at all. Like you put something in front of me and I'm going to nosh, okay? That's why I can't keep anything yummy in my house because I'll eat it. But my kids are super picky, so I have to, like, hide their vegetables. I have to buy them, like, the apple juice that has veggies in it. I put powdered veggie in their tomato sauce so they can't taste it. Like, it's crazy town. Then my husband has gastro issues and acid reflux that's crazy bad. So he's on this super bland diet that's no spice, not high fat whatsoever, lean meats, like all of that type of thing. So I'm basically creating three different dinners. It's so ridiculous. And I just simply don't want to spend the time doing that. That I like to cook. I'm an okay cook, so that's cool. But it's not an income producer for me, nor does it make me super excited and happy and light my soul on fire. So I'm going to what? Figure out a way to automate this process. What I do is on Sundays, usually on Sundays, I will meal prep. And there's some simple ways that you guys can do this. First and foremost, I want to get inspired. So I head over to Pinterest, love me some Pinterest, 
You guys can go follow my boards if you want to like stock all my food ideas. But I go to Pinterest and I get inspired. What do I want to eat this week? And for me, you know, it's more of like a paleo keto style meal plan. Then I look for my husband, like, what does my husband want to eat this week? Maybe we're going to do like a French dip roast for him, or maybe we're going to do like a mean potato stew or teriyaki chicken. So I get inspired. I save the meals I want to do. I then take the meals that I want to do. And then for my kids, right, it's like a combo. It's like a chicken burrito or something. So I'm going to combo what I have to make for me and what I have to make for my husband. And then I'm what I'm going to create from that for my kids. And I'm going to look at the commonalities. If I'm going to be making a chicken thing for me and then the chicken stew for him and the chicken burrito for the kids, I know that I need to meal prep what? chicken. So take the time at the beginning of the week to meal prep the commonalities so that you're not cooking. So I might what? Meal prep. I might make the pasta ahead of time or I might make the boiled eggs ahead of time if I'm going to do cob salads and egg salad sandwiches or whatever. Like make the ingredients ahead of time so that when you go to put together the meal, you're just pulling from the ingredients that are pre-cooked from the refrigerator. If I'm going to be doing stuff with vegetables that week, I just pre-chop the vegetables, pre-wash the fruit. I'm going to even pre-make the shakes that we drink throughout the week. Shakes will keep for a day or two in the fridge. So on Sunday, I'll make two or three days worth of shakes and put them in the fridge. Maybe meal prepping might take me two or three hours on a Sunday But I literally save hours of time throughout the week because on the weekdays, I'm taking clients. I am tired from a long day, you know, like I want to actually spend the time with my family and not be stuck over the stove and spending all this time washing dishes from all the cooking that I had to do. So meal prepping for me is such a huge way that I save time, but not only save time, Also, stay on track with my health goals, with my macros. I'm able to keep a focus on what my husband and my children are eating because if I left it up to them, y'all, Lord knows, DiGiorno would be like the number one stock right now. They'd be just eating frozen pizza because it's convenient. But if I can set us up for success at the beginning of the week, I know that everyone will stay on track. And for me, that's a winning mama moment. And I love to show love through acts of service. And so for me, creating these awesome meals for them ahead of time and even for myself is showing me and my family how much I love them and also keeping us on track and making sure that our health is a priority. Now, here's the last tip for how to save time instantly in your life. Focus. Are you like, what? What does she mean by focus? Here's what I mean by focus. I did an episode a while back on time blocking. If you guys have not heard that episode yet or re-listened to that episode, I would highly recommend it because time blocking is the bread and butter to my entire life, to being proactive, to being successful, to making a lot of income in my business, to being able to create, being able to finish projects, being able to be intentional about where I spend my time and my energy Everything comes back to planning, time management, and time blocking. So that is going to feed into focus. When you are ready to work on something, so let's say you have an Etsy store 
and you've created some stuff, you're ready to upload all the things into your Etsy store, price them, upload the photography, write the captions, and you sit down and you're ready to go. Okay, you've time blocked the time for yourself. You have a beautiful open hour of time. And then you grab your cell phone or you hear your cell phone ding. Oh, hey, it's Sally. Sally's wondering about Johnny's birthday party. Oh, hey, look, look at that Facebook post. Someone liked my post from last week about the clouds. You guys, focus. How can you ever take your business next level when our time is money and our time is truly, truly, gosh, just our time is invaluable and we waste it by not being focused. So when you are ready to do something with a block of time, eliminate all the distraction. Like right now, nothing is happening around me. My iMessages is turned off on my computer. The ringer on my house phone is off. The ringer on my cell phone is off. My cell phone is actually face down out of arm's reach. I can't even reach it because there has been two or three times while I'm recording that I want to reach for my phone. You know, it's habit, you guys. Like we get addicted to screen time. So I actually put my phone away from my present body, get it out of my vision I then shut the door. I can't hear any distraction. There's no TV going, okay? There's nothing else happening in my world but this right now. So how can you create more time for yourself? It's stop wasting time. And I know that sounds harsh, but y'all, here's some tough love for you. If you are ready to be proactive and truly go where your heart is leading you, And you want to what? Create the product or get the next client or take your social media next level or figure out how to start the blog or whatever, whatever you want to do, but you continue to distract yourself and find the excuses and hold yourself back from actually doing the thing. It's wasting time. So focus, 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 intentionality, okay? Really, truly zoning in on the task at hand, letting nothing and no one, no one, ladies, pull away from your focus time. If you can spend one hour super focused on achievement, on getting the thing done, even if it's the dishes. When I'm doing dishes, I'm doing dishes. I'm not working and doing dishes. I'm doing dishes. I may be watching reality TV or listening to my favorite podcast and taking something in, 90% of the time, it's an amazing podcast. It's fueling me. But I'm not also, what, working? Because then I'm going to be showing up halfway. I was going to say half ASS, but I'm like, I better not say ASS in the little ears. So guys, focusing. Eliminate the distraction and you are going to open yourself up for more time and more productivity in your life and in your business. All right, girlfriend, I hope you loved today's episode on how to create more space and more time in your life instantly. These hacks have saved me hours and hours of time that I can convert into high-paying A-level activity that makes me money or makes me happy. So I hope that you can implement these now and start to shift the space and time in your life. And hey, if you've been enjoying this show, 
I want to encourage you to share it with a friend. Head over to stephaniegass.com, explore, find out how we can work together, and don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Every time I launch a new episode, it will ding right to your phone and let you know so that you can be the very first one to listen as a show drops. Can't wait to see you next time. I am praying over every single one of you that you take the initiative to open your heart to taking action and having focused, intentional time on creating things in your business that are going to make you happy and create more success financially for you. I pray that you take the time to do the things that will create more space in your life, to have the conversations you need to have, to release the things that are holding you back. And I pray that you find God's strength within you right now to know that you are worthy of the life that you deserve and that you can begin living your best life right now today. As always, love and light, Steph. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, if you'll head over to iTunes, the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. And I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My handle is at Stephanie Gass. I'll see you soon. Praying light, love, and abundance. Until next time.